Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. Are you a bad news bear? (laughs) Are you obsessed with watching bad news, reading scandalous stories? It's so interesting because I have absolutely no desire to ever do it. And yet I have friends who are obsessed. I have friends who actually cannot start their day without reading all the gossip in the post in New York City. It's incredible to me, the fascination with negative news. And you know what they call it? doom scrolling. (laughs) That's unbelievable. There's a name for it, but you know what? It can take a mental toll on you. And I found an article published in the Medical Association Journal. It's actually from March, 2021. And it's by Robin Bleeds. It's called Protecting the Brain Against bad news. Now, I love happy news. I read really happy news every day, but I know that that's more and more unusual and that during coronavirus, people actually started listening to bad news by the bucketful. And you know what happened? We got into a massive major mental health crisis all over the world. Some people say that was exacerbated because people were literally glued to the television set, watching death counts and horror stories every day. Now, some psychologists say that by cultivating optimism, we can enhance the brain's defenses against bad news. And I think that's where I sit in this whole thing because I am so full of optimism every day and humor and joy and play. When really bad news happens and people get very crippled, I have this huge fight or flight response. I keep my head on straight. I can help in crisis. I am super efficient and super quick thinking. So I know that there is an impulse to consume negative news. And in this article that I read, they talk about we are evolutionarily wired to screen for and anticipate danger, which is why keeping our finger on the pulse of bad news may trick us into feeling more prepared. This is a quote by Cecil Aaron's a clinical director of Transcend Therapy in San Diego, California. Now, Aaron says 
that the feelings of fear, sadness, anger, triggered by negative headlines can keep us stuck in a pattern of frequent monitoring, leading to worse mood and more anxious behavior. Here's that term again, doom scrolling. According to Professor Emeritus Graham Davy from the University of Sussex, quote, exposure to bad news can make personal worry seem worse and even cause acute stress reactions and some symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder that can be quite long-lasting. Now, I have to tell you, I had the opportunity to care for a family friend who had very, very aggressive cancer. And this woman was obsessed with doom scrolling. She was obsessed with hearing negative news morning, noon, and night. And she justified it because she used to be a trader and she needed to know what would be impacting on the markets. So she had to hear everything that was going on because a lot of times negative news can create a volatility in the market. And if you're a trader, you want to trade around that volatility of news. Well, she was in hospice. She wasn't trading, but she was so addicted to constantly hearing negative news that I personally believe her downward spiral in her health care really happened because she had no optimism whatsoever. She was made somewhat paranoid by this bad news, and she couldn't get out of this cycle of constantly thinking that everything was going to be hopeless, everything was causing her fear and sadness and anger. And I tried to break through with some optimism training, and I tried to help her find her hope, but this was really ingrained behavior. And this article goes on to talk about the optimistic bias. And it's the reason why people tend to assume they will live longer and suffer fewer accidents than their peers. A stronger optimistic bias also appears to confer health benefits. Optimists enjoy better physical and mental health and are more resilient, even though they assess risk less accurately than pessimists. So... According to this, because I'm such an optimist, I won't have the same acuity in looking at risk the way my husband does, who is much more skeptical and much more pessimistic. Positive psychology is very popular right now. And I think I heard that at Harvard, The class most desired was the positive psychology class. And I've actually attended lectures by the founder of that at Harvard. And they're fun. They're beautiful. There's such great strategies. Some scientists say that it's not a one-size-fits-all solution and that the positive psychology can wear off 
All I know is that increasing my optimism, really working at seeing the positive and the good through visualization, through journaling, through appreciation lists, through affirmation has really served me. And I watched this woman that I was caring for really suffer emotionally because she didn't have one shred of hope. And I help people go through hospice all the time who have faith, which increases their hope, or they have a more optimistic outlook that they're going to get a miracle or there's going to be a new drug coming out. And those people seem to have a much easier time going through treatment than somebody that is doom scrolling and very pessimistic. So I'm not judging you if you're a pessimist. I'm literally just looking at the research and also just through my experience helping so many people get through cancer treatment that I do see that people who really set an intention of trying to have more fun, to really integrate play into their lives, not to shut off and become hermits, but really kind of embrace the situation and try to lean in to it and look for the positive, look for the connections, the real authentic lessons that come through this, see the authentic lessons that come from such a life-changing experience that they seem to have an easier time. And I could say that they do seem to recover more easily, survive more often. Now, a tenacious spirit can really help also. So it's this unique combination of trying to be optimistic, but also being relentless, being disciplined, having this drive to survive. But with this optimism, that seems to really be a successful combination. So again, I said it before, there's no judgment in how you're doing this. I found it interesting that in this article, the author talks about a 2017 trial where patients with heart disease who received optimism training reported sustained improvements in optimism, hope, life satisfaction, and anxiety two to four months later. This podcast, Beating Cancer Daily, has so many optimistic episodes that I hope that you really go back and listen to as many as possible because I personally have used these strategies and they served me well, and they served the people that I teach well, and they actually showed to be very effective in the two research studies that the Comedy Cures Foundation concluded, with one of them being right smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. So how can it hurt to try? 
if you are a doom scroller, I love that phrase. (laughs) Probably never going to say it again after this episode. But if you are a doom scroller, I would love for you to try some of these strategies leaning away from all this negative news. Maybe set a time limit. You're only going to hear the news 15 minutes a day or twice a day for 15 minutes, unless your livelihood depends on it. And then make some notes, do a journal and see if your mood shifts after weaning yourself off of the negative input of our news programs. And I hate to say it, so many of them are just so toxic. And then there's some happy news like on Sunday morning on CBS. And then there's some news programs that don't go for the sensationalism. They really just report the facts on what is going on that we need to be informed about. Those are more like the Sunday morning programs, but I hope this helps you. I can't wait to hear your reaction to this. We need to start training our brain to think happier, be more hopeful, and really look for the joy, miracle, and play in our everyday. So I love if I find a joke that kind of fits the topic that we're talking about. And here's one for you. The pessimist sees the dark tunnel. The optimist sees the light at the end. The realist sees the train, but the engineer sees three idiots on the tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I found that on Lorena Blanco's Pinterest page, and I have no idea if she wrote that or she just posted it, but that's where I got it from. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you tomorrow. If you loved today's episode, then tell the world why Because Beating Cancer Daily and our membership circle are both a listener and donor-supported experience. So the more people you tell and the more people that join us, the more robust and interesting programs our nonprofit, the Comedy Cures Foundation, can bring to you throughout the year. I really want you to go to ComedyCures.org. And of course, I always want you to make a donation. It's tax deductible to the extent allowed by law. But what's super exciting is not only can you laugh and explore the comedy there, you can look at our membership levels and find the one that's great for you. And if you're feeling a little bit generous, gift one to a chemo brother or sister or to a caregiver that you just want to help them improve the quality of their day. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.